Welcome to the second episode of Can't Get Enough of Ya. I'm your host, Stacey Donahue, and this is a podcast all about young adult books, movies, television, and more. We have lots to talk about today, so let's get started. I'm going to start this episode out with a bang, literally and figuratively. You'll understand why I said that in just a minute, because this is a controversial topic, and I hope I do it justice. So the first book I read was The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. This story centers around Star Carter, a 16-year-old black girl and her family, and what happens to her and to them after she is the only witness to a white cop shooting her unarmed black friend, Khalil Harris. So that's not a spoiler. That is basically the description given about the book. But I think it's so much more than that. This book took on so many challenges in life. There is, of course, race, but not just the white cop shooting a young black male. There is also the fact that Star goes to a predominantly white private school and how she acts one way at school with her white friends and another way at home with her black friends. And she has a white boyfriend that she does not tell her father about. There are family dynamics and drama within the story. There is the struggle within the community and how to make changes within the community and for the better. I'm not going to lie, this book takes on a lot, but it is done extremely well. I will just say, as a side note, there is language in the book too, which I think is probably authentic to the characters, at least that's how I interpreted it. So I'm just throwing that out there so you're not shocked at all if you go to read it. So in the beginning, there's this interesting topic that is talked about in the story, and that is when Star was 12, her parents had two talks with her. The one about the birds and the bees, and what to do if a cop stopped her. Now, me being the naive white girl that I am, I asked a close friend of mine if this was a real conversation that black parents have to have with their children, and she said, absolutely. I was stunned because this would never have crossed my mind and I was not even aware that this was a conversation that needed to be had. I mean, it was a real eye-opener to me at just how serious the race issue is within our country. I mean, I know it's serious. I, don't get me wrong about that. I just didn't realize there was a conversation that black parents needed to have with their children with regard to it and how to behave and what to do in certain situations. So anyway, continuing on with the story, we know Star is present at the time of the shooting, but then the story starts to shift as to how they, the Carters, as a family, are going to handle the fact that Star is the only witness to this horrific injustice. At first, they don't want anyone to know she was there, and in fact, she's afraid to speak about it. I mean, she does give a statement to the police, but they try to keep her identity hidden from anyone else. And in her neighborhood, Garden Heights, which is poor and predominantly black, snitches get stitches. So she and her family feel she needs to be careful what she says and to whom. And then the accusations start in the media about Khalil. They report about that night and about his death, things like Khalil was in a gang, he was a drug dealer, a thug, and so they try to justify how the cop handled the situation. It really makes absolutely no difference what kind of a person Khalil was. It's really only about what happened that night, and he is only guilty of not following directions. The cop wanted him to stay at the back of the car, and he moved to check on Star, who was in the passenger seat, to see if she was okay. The cop responded by firing three rounds at his backside, no threat to the cop, just pulls his gun out and shoots and kills him, and Star is the only one to see this. The boy was unarmed, he made no threat to the officer. It's so outrageous that this is how the situation was handled. 
I mean, the cop could have told Khalil to move back to the rear of the car where he told him to stay. He could have warned them that if he didn't listen, he would use force, anything but just outright shoot the boy with no warning and end his life. And mind you, it's over a taillight being out. I mean, it's outrageous. And Star wants to be his voice because clearly he no longer has one and she just needs to find the courage to stand up and speak the truth. And this to me is the real story of Star finding her voice, finding the courage to be brave even when she feels like she is the furthest thing from brave. Star says, quote unquote, what's the point of having a voice if you're going to be silent in the moments you shouldn't be, end quote. I couldn't agree more. She has to find a way to use her voice to be heard and owning up to the fact that she is the witness to this atrocity. So let's talk about THUG, T-H-U-G. And in this case, it's an acronym, and that's where the title for this book comes from. More specifically, from Tupac Shakur, Thug Life. So it stands for The Hate You Give Little Infants F's Everybody. So this is dissected in the story. Star has a conversation with Khalil about this and her father. So basically, this is what they say about it. The hate you give the youth or the oppressed with a lack of opportunities is a system that is designed against them. And this is a vicious cycle that is not going to stop unless there is change. And that is the most important thing. There needs to be change. And that is what Star learns throughout the book, that one person can make a difference. I thought this book was well-written. Even with all of the topics it addresses, I feel like they were all handled in a mature way. I found the book to be very thought-provoking on many levels, and I now understand why so many people have raved about this book. It really makes you stop and think about how people are treated and the stereotypes that many people just assume to be true instead of looking at all of the facts in any situation. And when people make judgments without knowledge, it can have devastating effects on individuals and communities. The biggest thing I took away from this book is that one person can make a difference. You can be a difference just by using your voice. On a side note, I did happen to see that they're going to make this book into a movie. It does not have a release date yet. In fact, all I could find out so far was the actress that would play Star Carter is Amandla Stenberg. And you probably know her from the movie Everything Everything, and she was also Rue in The Hunger Games. So I will keep you posted as more information about this becomes available. So let's talk about the second book I read, When Dimple Met Rishi by Sandhya Menon. The story is basically about a girl named Dimple Shaw, and the summer before she heads off to Stanford to start college, she wants to go to this summer camp called InsomniaCon, which is about the basics of web development. Her idol, Jenny Lint, is a web designer, and if you win the competition, you get to work directly with Jenny to develop your app. Her parents, specifically her mom, wants Dimple to find the ideal Indian husband, and in her culture, they have arranged marriages. Just keep that in mind. But Dimple is just not interested in dating anyone right now. She is career goal-oriented. So her parents allow her to go to this camp, but little does she know that Rishi Patel is also going to be there, as his parents and Dimple's parents are friends. And this camp experience is a way for Rishi to basically meet and see if Dimple is a compatible partner who could potentially be his future wife. So, Dimple's parents, Rishi's parents, and Rishi are all in on this. The only one who knows nothing of this plan is Dimple. Let's just say 
Craziness ensues as soon as she meets Rishi. And it starts off comical, but also endearing, even kismet as their relationship develops throughout the story. I won't give away any more than that. You'll have to read to find out what transpires between them. I will tell you there is growth in both of them throughout the story. They each have to find their voice and talk to their parents about what they really want in life. There are also cultural expectations that are touched upon. And again, with the stereotypical cultural biases from other participants at InsomniaCon. Overall, I really love this book from the beginning to the end. It was such a fun, lighthearted summer read. It made me laugh and smile, and I just thoroughly enjoyed it. So if you need something not so serious and just entertaining, then this is a great pick. Now, I do have one minor complaint. <laughs> I am a stickler for detail. Dimple wears square framed glasses and her mother does talk to her about wearing contacts, but she does not want to wear them. She wears her glasses throughout the whole story. So my question is, why does the girl on the cover of the book not have glasses? The girl on the back of the book does, but not on the cover. Just throwing that out there. Now it's time for some entertainment news. I told you about Baby Driver being at the movies last episode, so I have since seen it, and it was a fun ride. Ansel Eggert is Baby, a getaway driver who is a little over his head and is trying to get out of the robbery business, so to speak. I don't want to give away too much of the story. I will tell you the music becomes like a character within the movie, which is pretty cool. The movie also stars Kevin Spacey, Jamie Foxx, and Lily James. It's a fun and entertaining movie, so uh, you might want to go check it out. Also, the new Spider-Man Homecoming is in theaters. Now, to be honest, I was pretty over the whole Spider-Man storyline, but I have to say, I enjoyed this one. Marvel did a great job of casting a web that I am now stuck in and I wouldn't mind seeing more. It's basically the story of Peter Parker, played by Tom Holland, and his mentor, Tony Stark, you guessed it, played by Robert Downey Jr., and how Peter balances his high school life and image while he is still Spider-Man, the superhero crime fighter. And just a fun side note and a bit of a spoiler, Tom Holland in real life is dating the girl who plays MJ in the movie. I was going to say her name, but you don't find out who MJ is until the end of the movie, so I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Valoran and the City of a Thousand Planets hits theaters on July 21st. This is an action-adventure sci-fi movie starring Dane DeHaan and Cara Delvinier as the main characters, Valoran and Laureline. Also Clive Owen, John Goodman, and Rihanna round out the cast. This looks to be a visually stunning movie based on a graphic novel about a dark force that threatens the home of a thousand planets, Alpha. Special operatives Valoran and Laureline must race to save Alpha and the universe. To be honest, I'm not a big sci-fi person, so I don't know if I will see this in the movies, but maybe on Blu-ray. And now it's time for Stacy's Steals and Deals. Who does not like a good deal? So remember, I am a Kindle junkie. I love a good deal on ebooks, so these will almost always be Amazon Kindle Yaw books that I see for a great price. The Lakewood series by Sarah Kleck. There are only two books in the series. Book one is The Concealed, is that, and that one is on sale right now for 99 cents on Amazon Kindle. 
Book two in the series is The Revealed that is also on sale right now for 99 cents on Amazon Kindle. The Distance from A to Z by Natalie Blit is on sale for 99 cents on Amazon Kindle. P.S. I Like You by Cassie West is on sale for $2.99 on Amazon Kindle, and you may know Cassie West from the Pivot Point series. That's a decent duology. Queen Air by Jamin Eve. It's the first book in the NYC Mecca series, and it's only $1.99 on Amazon Kindle. And the last book is Followed by Frost by Charlie N. Holmberg, and it's also on sale for $1.99 on Amazon Kindle Edition. As I see sales throughout the month, I will post them on the Can't Get Enough of Ya Facebook page with a link to access them. Just keep in mind, these deals may not last very long. So let's talk about what's coming up next time. The first book I will be reviewing is Before I Fall by Lauren Oliver. Now, this is not a new book, but it was recently made into a movie, and you may know the author Lauren Oliver from the Delirium series, which was pretty good. But this book, Before I Fall, is about a popular high school senior who dies in an accident, but the next day she wakes up and relives that day, and that happens over and over again like seven times. Kind of like the movie Groundhog Day, I'm guessing. This book has been on my TBR list for some time, but now that the movie is out on Blu-ray, I can watch it after I read it, which is what I love to do, so yippee! The second book I picked to review, I picked because I am having serious withdrawals from Pretty Little Liars, so I need a mystery to get me out of my depression. So the book is One of Us is Lying by Karen McManus, which is basically about five teenagers that have detention, but only four leave alive. One of them is dead, and he planned on spilling secrets about the four others that were in detention. So is the killer one of the four, or someone else? How far will people go to keep their secrets? Dun dun dun. So... I'm looking forward to reading that one as well. I will have a link in the podcast notes to the Can't Get Enough of Ya Facebook page where you can find more information about the books I talked about in the podcast. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Can't Get Enough of Ya. And if you want, you can email me directly at Can't Get Enough of Ya at gmail.com. Let me know what you're reading, what you're looking forward to reading, or a movie adaptation you're excited about. Also, if you have a moment to leave a review about the podcast, that would be super awesome so that other y'all book lovers can find this podcast too. Until next time, I hope you feel the same. I can't get enough of you.